Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 through 21. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. and. Thanks for reading that, Will. Um, this is Jeremy Brooks, and we're here on our Daily Rhythm podcast looking at uh, a great passage of Scripture. You know, today we actually are thinking about our uh, Mission of God series, yeah. and one of the things that, I mean, the mission of God is all about actually is seeing churches planted or healthy churches all over the world. And this passage here is really describing a really important aspect of what a healthy church looks like. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're filled with the Holy spirit of God. We're addressing one another with songs. Uh, we're, we're making melody to the Lord. We're thankful. Um, and, and there's this submission towards one another out of reverence for Christ. So there's a lot here. What are some things in this passage that really stand out to you though? Will? man, I mean, you're hit over the head immediately with this idea of, he sort of compares or holds up next to one another, yeah. being drunk with wine and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. And this is something that gets a little dicey because some people are really liberal about that idea of being drunk with the Spirit. Mm. And some people are like, no, not at all. Mm. And so we ought to stop and think about it. And one of my favorite um, explanations or, or, you know, sorry. One of my favorite explanations of this passage is I've heard Jeff Norris, who's up at Perimeter. Um, he's a the pastor there. He he talks about how when someone is drunk with wine, alcohol has this way of it controls how you think. Mm. It, it controls what, how you speak. It controls how you act. And... Um, when someone is, is drunk with wine, they say things they would never say otherwise. They do mm. things they would never do otherwise. They go places they would never otherwise go. And of course, that is when you're drunk, it's foolishness. You know, you're, mm. it's someone's mm. making a fool out of himself. And the inverse, when someone's filled with the Spirit, it transforms how you speak. Mm. But your words go from producing death to producing life. When you act, you are laying down yourself and seeking the welfare of others you're you're loving one another you're mm -hmm. bearing with one another all these one another's is they begin to blossom mm -hmm. when we're filled with the spirit and we go places we never would have gone otherwise you know you're you're driven by the love and by the power of the holy spirit into the world pursuing the calling of christ mm -hmm. and so i just i i love that and i it's such a clever sort of metaphor or juxtaposition that that Paul uses here. That is amazing. I love that so much because yeah, it's like you said, um, when you're drunk with with wine or with whatever, you you would do things that you would never do. Yeah. And like when you're right mind. Yeah. And then like in the same way, like the Spirit of God leads you to do things that you would never yeah. do apart from God's Spirit working within you. Mm -hmm. And that is that's such a great way to, to think about that and a great reminder of our dependence on the Holy Spirit 
um, to to live out these commands of one anothering, as we've been talking about. Also, um, as Acts, you know, one says, you know, uh, Jesus was like, don't just go and do this thing that I've told you to do to make disciples of all nations. Wait for the empowering of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so again, like God is leading us to do things that in our own nature, we wouldn't necessarily do, yeah. but by his spirit and under his kind of control, uh, we can do these things. Yeah. I love also, you know, the, the worship leader in me loves addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Yeah, speak to that a little bit, how that may be not what we think about when we gather for worship. Dude, if I had just the amount of misuse of this verse drives me crazy. Like people, um, I hate to break it to you. Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Paul's not thinking like amazing grace and great is thy faithfulness and then passion music or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your <laughs> contemporary worship music. Yeah. You know, we, we tend to totally miss the forest for the trees and mm-hmm. getting caught up in this. But the key phrase, I think, really is addressing one another mm-hmm. with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Uh, Jordan Coughlin, worship legend, worship pastor here, his dad real worship legend mm-hmm. not that jordan's not real but but his dad bob coughlin he started sovereign grace uh worship and or sovereign grace music and he wrote a book called worship matters that's mm-hmm. really like a hallmark book on worship leading and he visited our church a couple of weeks ago and he had this super funny point of feedback that he relayed to me mm-hmm. to give to jordan and he was like, tell Jordan to sing with his eyes cl- open. He always sings with his eyes closed. Make sure, you know, we all ought to sing with our eyes open when we worship. And I was like, that is a really weird piece of feedback. <laughs> but then, like, as we were talking about it, I realized what he was getting at is that worship, when we worship together, our inclination nowadays is sort of like this theater mentality of, like, you just, like, get into your own space with God and you have your moment with him. And we all kind of do that separately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with closing your eyes. I close my eyes when I sing. Right. Yeah. And, and, but there is this real value in addressing one another, like look around, like we are, we're singing to one another. And when somebody comes into church with a broken and crushed spirit, then part of why we sing together is we're we're pouring out this incense of praise over Mm -hmm. one another Mm -hmm. so that when a songless heart comes into the assembly of god Mm -hmm. we as brothers love one another Mm -hmm. by by lifting up a song for them and with them we're helping Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. and that's such an awesome image of worship yeah and yeah i guess i hear what you're saying that like sometimes making melody to the lord with our heart can be a overemphasis, yeah. Know, that that personal uh, worship mm-hmm. to the Lord, and we sometimes lose sight of the fact that we are called to one another, even in that moment. Yeah. So I just love the way you describe that, and I feel like it's helped me to understand how to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ and to serve one another in that worship gathering. So thank you, brother, for that. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Jeremy Brooks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you 
or faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.